Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. is going to be paying attention to is the FOMC press conference later. Um, I think it's it's pretty well determined that we're going to cut rates. Um, the question is, is this going to be the start of a rate cutting cycle? Or, or is this going to be um, kind of a one-off thing? And not only are we looking at this from a dollar perspective, right? Because what happens is many of you guys will, or many traders will look at the charts and they'll be like, okay, well, dollar news is coming out, but I'm, I'm trading the, the euro pound, so it doesn't affect me. Do you think it affects other pairs, guys? When news comes out, does it only affect the singular pair? No, it does not. It affects the others as well. Why? There is a trickle-down effect. Not only is there, you know, there are correlations between different economies, right? You'll see that a lot with like uh, China and Australia and stuff like that. Um, but guess what? When people, let me ask you guys this question. When people take money out the market, do they typically, do they typically take it out, their, out the market and, and put it in their mattress? No. Where do you put it? You invest it someplace else, right? You're like, oh crap, dollars in trouble. Let's take it out of dollars and put it into yen, something like that. So there's always that trickle down effect. So and you'll notice that you know dollars typically the the safe haven pair. Next in line is going to be the yen. So when you see like the dollar fear and and scare come on, you see the yen start to move, right? It took me the longest time to figure out. I'm like, why? Why is that happening? Um, but it's just it, it's that type of correlation. So there is going to be a, a trickle down effect, not only because of that, but because of other countries looking to kind of use this as an example, as an excuse to change their future monetary policy as well. OK, well, the big bad U.S. dollar did it. So now we can start doing this. Um, and you'll, you'll see commodities as well. Gold as well. Gold is interesting. Um, gold, you know, it, it's there's a believed correlation between gold and the dollar, but that correlation has actually changed over time. Um, and I wish I, I, I read a report a couple months ago where a guy was predicting um, that we could, to, he was predicting that we would actually see gold and the dollar move together, meaning gold strength and dollar strength and gold, strength, gold weakness and dollar weakness at the same time, just kind of based on how the correlation has changed over time. So um, I don't know too much. It, 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 in my experience with gold, um, there should be a direct correlation, um, but it's not always the same. Um, and 
just in, in my, I don't, I don't have a lot of experience in gold, but it's in my experience of looking at the markets. It, it has changed. So it's not, it's not a say all be all. Um, but one of the things I was looking at last night, um, remember we had the conversation yesterday. I told you about, told you about the, the podcast I listened to from, uh, Jason Stapleton, right? Wealth, power and influence it was episode, I think like 986, where he talked about the financial collapse and how everyone's in trouble. And we had a conversation here about having the right mindset in the markets. And, um, as far as like, if we were to see, you know, uh, a financial collapse, you have two choices on how you should look at it. You should look at it at, you know, either from a fearful perspective where the world is burning, it's over, run, hide, sell everything, or you should look at it as a chance to find opportunities. And I was looking at some markets last night and just kind of the trends of how long these, these bear markets last right um and, and really reflecting on my my own career and these things typically last about a year or two right typically about a year or two so if you're looking for the window of like bargain prices again i don't know when it's going to happen i'm not saying the interest rate cut today is going to cause it not at all no um but just in general when when we get this massive pullback in the markets which we're overdue f uh, for as you can see you have about a year or two window to take advantage. And that could be a, a lot of time for some, a, a little time for others, right? If, if it's a lot of time if you're prepared, if you're starting to think about it right now and you're thinking, oh, let me, let me start considering what stocks I should be interested in or what indexes I should be interested in. Um, and you kind of have a game plan for how you wanna approach it. It could be a little bit of time if you don't notice that we're in a bear market until we're at the end of a bear market. But the mindset should be, this is a chance for me to take advantage, right? I know everyone was questioning, I think about a year or two, or maybe last year, might've been a year or two. I remember Warren Buffett had reported that his, um, his his earnings from his stock portfolio were down. And everyone was like, oh, the great Warren Buffett, he he lost it. Well, he didn't, he didn't lose it. Do you know what he was doing? He wasn't all of a sudden making bad, bad decisions. No, he, he was starting to move more towards cash. He was starting to kind of build a little war chest of, of cash because he had a sense that, hey, you see these dips in front of you? One of these bad boys is gonna come. And when it comes, again, we're going to be looking at bargain prices. And bargain prices are only good if you have the money to involve yourself in the market. I was lucky, right? I'll, I'll you know, for you guys that are seeing the chart right now, um, I started my investment career right around about here, right? Early 2007. So I came in at the very end right of a bull market right i came in at the very end of a bull market and and again stocks are a little bit different and investing is a little bit different in the forex market you know um in the, the stock market's a lot more trendy um and honestly if you're making smart decisions 
I don't want to say it like it's this simple, but if you're making smart decisions, if you're in a bull market, you can basically buy anything and it will go up. And I don't mean anything. Obviously, you, don't, you can't buy junk, but anything of value and it will typically go up if the market is going up as well. Um, so I got involved and I, and I made smart decisions. I wasn't dumb. I, I don't think I was very skilled, but my common sense way worked. And I made money right away because we were going up. Now, I had no rhyme or reason for trading or investing. I had no plan on when to buy, on, on when to exit. I kind of just would buy it after I did my research and it felt like it was cheap enough and I would sell it when it when I felt like I made enough money or when I when I needed capital, when I found something else. That was typically my method. Horrible, right? I'd look at my bank account and be like, you know what, that looks good today, let's cash out. Or I'd be like, ooh, I like this stock, but I don't have any money. All right, well, let's sell this one so I can buy that one. Um, so I was very short term as an investor, um, relatively speaking, and I made a good a good chunk of money in the beginning. And then as I continued to and, and it's all backed up by quality. I had quality stocks. Again, I wasn't buying junk. I did lose money on penny stocks like years later as, as I was trying to follow a get rich quick scheme and make a, a quick buck. Um, but in general, I, I had stocks that I researched. I felt very optimistic about them. Um, and I valued them. So the same stocks that I bought here and made money off of, right? As we started to crash, right? After about my first year, right? 2008. What do you think I did during this dip? You put your hand up on my hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. What do you guys think I did? I bought all of the same stuff for cheaper. I got all the, every single stock, not every single one, but most of the stocks that I bought previously that I, I valued and I, I still valued. The only reason I got rid of them is because again, I was impatient, I didn't have a lot of money and no real, no real plan for my investments. I just bought them again at a better price. I just bought them, I bought them again at a better price. So if I, if I had bought 20 shares of Apple initially and sold it, made some money, I went back and bought 40 shares because not only did I make money from my initial 20, but now Apple was cheaper and I just bought more of it. And you can see what happened after that, right? We, we rallied up. Now, opportunities like this, they, they don't come too often, right? I mean, look at the markets. How often do we see those dips? And it's even less and less recently, right? So if you're someone that is, you know, if you're someone that is serious about getting your, your, your feet in the water with some, some longer term investments, not talking trading here, just some longer term investments, something that you can buy and hold, um, this is the time where you wanna start doing your research. Again, I don't know when this dip's gonna happen. I, I thought it would, would have happened years ago, but it, eventually it will come. There will be some type of correction, maybe not as deep as the previous ones, but there will be some type of correction and you're gonna get cheap stocks. And your mindset is going to be one of two. It's going to be either you are fearful and you're scared to catch the falling knife because doomsday is coming and the financial markets are going to crash and never return. Or you're looking at it from an optimistic view where you're like, man, this is going to be cheap. And that mindset's so important, right? Half, half, uh, what? Glass half full, glass half empty. 
And the answer I wish I had money for. What that's the point, right? This is this is where you start preparing. If you're able to. Now we're all in different situations, but if you're able to, right? Because again, this isn't, I mean, is this crash gonna happen tomorrow? Are we gonna get a full correction like this tomorrow? I know it seems small in your charts. This is a this is this is a two-year span. Right? So the same thing we've talked about in, in some of my previous podcasts where it's like, hey, just start saving a dollar a day. Start saving, you know, start dedicating if you can a little bit of your, your paycheck to a, a savings fund, right? And maybe in a year or two time, right, while you're doing your research, you're saving, you know, a hundred bucks a month if you can, and everyone's number is different, right? A hundred bucks a month, that'll give you 1,200 a year, right? Two year span, I'll give you $2,400. You can get in the game for $2,400 in a big way, a big relative. I mean, but you're not buying like one share of something, unless it's like Amazon or Google. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's just, but, but prepare. That's what I'm saying. Right now, prepare. Because if you prepare now, when it happens, you'll be ready. You'll have that war chest where you can take advantage of it. But if you prepare right at the low of this dip, you're not going to be able to get take advantage of it. By the time you do, prices are going to be back to normal again. So always prepare. You know, don't. One thing I did was I invested uh, a long time ago. I, I, I invested in hard asset gold. Um, I have I, I don't really have any plans for holding on to it for a long time. Well, I was going to give some some gold and silver to my kid. Um, but that's something that can be turned back into cash right away if the opportunity, let's say, in the stock market is available. And just like we talked about earlier about shifting your money from the dollar to the yen, I have no problem shifting my money from, from gold as it rises, as something else falls. And then when the recovery starts, cashing out the gold and getting back um, some more exposure in the market. And playing, playing that back and forth playing that back and forth. Um, but more importantly, again, it's the, it's the mindset. Got to have a glass half full mindset. When, when, others, when others run in fear and, and look to make excuses, we should be looking for opportunities, right? Same thing in, a, in, a, in a, my, my random sports analogies, right? I remember when I used to get hurt um, and some other players would get hurt, they would just make excuses. Oh, I'm hurt. I can't be good. I'm going to get cut, blah, blah, blah. I got hurt. I looked at it as an opportunity. I said, you know what? Well, I'm hurt. Well, let's invest some more time in learning the plays. Let's start hovering behind the offensive coordinator and start picking his mind on what I should be doing here. So although I couldn't physically improve, um, mentally I could improve. And that gave me a step up when it was my time to finally get healthy and get back in the game. But it's that, it's that preparation period. And that preparation period starts with having the right mindset. Or if you have the right mindset and you do the small things, you'll, you'll be prepared. You'll be prepared. Um, Avery says, beside buying at the dip, any strategy to short? Um, yeah, just get short. <laughs> if, thing, if, the, if things are falling off a cliff, you can, you can certainly short it. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the investment approach, not the, not the trading approach. But yeah, you can definitely short it. A little bit frowned upon in the stock market for shorting, but you know, you can definitely short it. Yeah, that's the cool thing about the financial market. Someone asked that the other day um, after Jason shared his uh, his podcast, and 
we both responded, look, if, if the cool thing about being a trader and a skilled trader is you can make you can make money during good periods, you can make money during bad periods. You can make money up and down. Yeah, yeah. People that hate shorting because they're because they're on the other end of it. They're losing money. That's why. That's why. Um, you could. I I I personally I personally like individual stocks. Um, that's just because that that's where my comfort zone is at. It, it's I think it's more of a, a kind of a control thing as well. But you certainly could. But yeah, people like, uh, you know, I, I think people, you know, it's like the casino. People, you know, there's a there's a thing in craps that you can play where, you know, typically in craps, if someone rolls a seven, everyone loses. You can essentially play the opposite of that, where you can play, um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's, it's might be called the pass line. Um, but basically, if, if the casino wins, you win with the casino. You can align yourself with the casino. And it's weird because everyone else is losing their money and you won. And then people frown upon you. And it's like, well, you had the same opportunity as I did. Everyone has the same opportunity to make a choice, right? Do we not? If we're all in the same situation, right? We're, we're all dealing with the same thing. The only difference is the choices you make. So if you're frowning on someone that shorted, guess what? You could have shorted the market too. No one stopped you. You just decided not to. Too bad. Same thing during a rally. If, if, if it's rallying and someone that is shorting the market is getting destroyed and the people that are holding on for the trend are... are you know, making bank. Well, guess what? Everyone had the same options. Everyone has the same options. It says I have to save every drop, coach. Believe me, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. I'm not saying doing one or the other. I'm. I'm just talking because I know some of you guys are investors as well. So you know, we don't talk about it as much. Um, but it was something that was on my mind this morning, as, as or last night, I should say, um, as I was just kind of looking at the, the overall market. 2008. Great time to introduce myself to trading.